Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 102, episode 2 of Joe Daily's Heights, guys! Production of iHeartRadio. This is the podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say, officially off the top, fuck Coke fuck Industries em. and fuck Fox News. Fuck By the way, we have a cease and desist out. Uh, to Robert De Niro's yeah. people for saying fuck Fox News on CNN hey, over the but weekend. But like me, fuck them? Yeah. Really, Fabi? Really, dude? It's ugly when I see you, fam. At least cite us. Yeah. Fucked up. It's Tuesday, October 1st, 2019. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. I'm on a podcast. My name is Jack Miles Guts Cold Brew. In a can, Trump's <laughs> president. But not for long, impeachment is coming on it's coming on that's courtesy of dougie fresh and i'm thrilled to be joined as always by my co-host mr miles Ray. okay so there's a lot of civil war talk going on a few of you hit me with a uh, civil war inspired aka so miles gray aka ulysses s grant george armstrong hustler william tuscumsa sherman actually i like general sherman. uh tdz beauregard <laughs> robert e d <laughs> <laughs> Just read that e. shit, bro. Wow. Uh, Ambrose burn one side. Graham Lincoln. Joshua clear the Chamberlain and Stonewall Jackson. Shout nice. out to Christy Yamaguchi main at Christy Mean Donut. Also Walter Chestnut Jr. for that AKA. Also, uh, when I did that um, Sublime AKA yesterday, that one came to us from at Rotero Damas Picks. Sorry for Rotera not shouting you out. Damas Picks. Amen to that. Hell yes. And also, Zeitgang, all you listeners out there in the Chicago area, super producer on Hosnier will be doing her podcast, Ethnically Ambiguous, live with Shireen, uh, October 16th at 7 at the Hungry Brain. Get your motherfucking tickets and pull up, represent, uh, and, uh, you know, maybe there'll be free merch. Who knows? Uh, well, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the hilarious and talented Arise Wanzer. Hi. Welcome What's back. Up? I know, right? I'm back. Is this your third? Third time, second time. Uh, second time second with time. you guys, but I've been all up and through this office. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm like a virus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that I can't get rid of. Right, Truvada for Pratt. Anyway, <laughs> hey. well, yep, that's you in the commercial. Right. Uh, that's a good been? check, huh? It was a great check. Yeah. Yes, it was a buyout, but it was a great buyout. Hey, look, buyouts are great, yeah. especially on their nationals. You yeah, exactly. I, mean? I have no more student oh, loans. I'm one of the debt-free Americans. Bless you. I know. I'm so excited. Couldn't agree more. Right. About buyouts. Great. It's banging. You don't have to <laughs> totally. wait for your fucking money. You got it. <laughs> Jack, when was the last time you were in a commercial? Uh, a national. And be real. I mean- A national. I'm just going to say it's been too long. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but do you do a lot of commercial work? Um, I try to, but they, they don't be picking hoes. <laughs> they do not be picking me. It's fine. Okay, yeah. well, things will change. Yeah, things I audition for a lot of commercials. I don't book a lot of commercials, so it's fine. There's a I change gotta... in the air. Exactly. I hope so. Yeah. God, I hope so. Right? Uh, all right. We're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment, but first we are going to tell our listeners what we're talking about today. Uh, we're going to check in with Uber, uh, what, what's going on in their minds. Uh, you can look at at the code and figure out what they're worried about. Look at the code. Look at the code. It's in the code. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, blowing that whistle. Blow the whistle. Uh, just had the continued fallout, the continued Continuous. Uh, news stories that are breaking upon our heads constantly. Uh, yesterday, there were like three different big day-defining news stories all happening like on the same like push notification on my phone. Yeah. Uh, so it's coming. we're going to talk about all of those and more. We're going to talk about uh, divestment as a solution to climate change. That as a as an idea. We're going to talk about personality traits that line up with musical preferences. But first, Arise, we like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history that is revealing about who you are? Uh, ooh, I can't believe that's the first question you guys are giving me. I okay. know. Um... I'm always looking for new shoes. <laughs> always. I have like 300 pairs of shoes, and that's not enough. 300 pairs? Yeah. Oh, like uh, Imelda Marcos? Uh, that's a, a washed reference. Yo, I uh, was like, I what? I mean, it's a historic reference. Yeah, I think yeah. there's a difference between historic Is and that washed. the Filipino woman? Yeah, yeah. okay. okay yeah, go. Good yeah, for I mean, somebody yeah. knows. I mean, okay. knowing my shoe people. Yeah. Okay, I was like, wait, is that the Filipino woman that has like a billion pairs of shoes? Yeah, what was her yeah. record? It was something obscene. Yeah, hers is something like a billionaire. But are you Mine trying to get like, there? 
Would um, that be you? No, oh, okay. I purge There's shoes all the time. Oh, yes. shit. So you purge? Like yes, and it's a styles app. Like, it's kind of... Oh, so will go. you lean into a style, take a, you know, be like, you know yes. what, this is this is the moment. Yes. But know that the moment is fleeting, and eventually that will have to be tossed. Yes, unless it's like a classic look for me. Like, I'm wearing sneaker wedges right now. I'm never letting them go. Mm-hmm. Yep, sneaker okay. wedges. Yeah, yeah, Bam, yeah. right? Fucking Bam. comfortable. You can still wear them to a club. Okay. Bam. How do you look for shoes? Because I just look um, on sneaker websites because I only wear sneakers. Is there like a website? Is there a way for no, you to centrally? No, I totally Google search. I'm just like, all right, pointed toe, pump, and leopard print, actual like boom pony hair, which is actually just, you know, a cow. But it's called oh. pony hair. Yeah. Oh, cow is just called pony hair? Yeah, they call it pony hair to sound like fancy rather than like cow, cow hair, hair or like Whoa. leather with the hair still right. attached. I'm yeah. Like, it's a, yeah, it's like a little less exotic. So yeah. it's like we call that lazy hair. leather. Yeah. Exactly. It's like they did a little less work. You oh, I believe they skinned an animal that little children squeal over at birthday parties. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, like that. That's the hook. They're like, ooh, this is <laughs> pony, pony hair. hair. This it's is cruelty pony. to a young animal hair. Exactly. Hey, people love veal. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Oh, they know exactly what that shit yeah. is. Yeah. I do, I do wonder like if there was a point where people started liking food based on how cruel it was, right? Because I feel there's like that's like the basis of meat. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what? Let's yeah. kill the dog. Well, I think a lot of people <laughs> probably don't know, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like That's true. You just eat something and then someone's like, you know what that is, right? It's right. like they force fed a goose till it fucking died, basically. Right. And they're eating the liver. That's so sad. I didn't know that. Or that's duck, what Foswari is. They yeah. force feed it. Oh yeah, to get all the the. That's why. That's why it was ban- it's banned. I think now again in California because they're like we can't stand behind this practice. It's oh just, my god, that's terrible. Yeah, I did yeah, not yeah. fucking know that. Yep. So like, uh, I don't eat it, so I'm I'm in the clear. But still, yeah. Yep. I think foie gras is gross. See, for a while I wasn't able to get the foie gras uh, quesadilla at Taco Bell because mm. I was like, I don't they know had if I a get behind this. Well, no, that's a joke. I was like, <laughs> I have to give that a firm nigga, please. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, wait, they had like well, a, money, yeah, a money yeah. taco. Yeah. Like you can get the $19 taco mm-hmm. if you feel like springing that at lunch. Like, like Doritos what? Locos uh, with truffle. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? It doesn't make sense. When truffle got like popular, I was like, there's no way this is all real truffle. How much of this is Parmesan? Oh, for sure. <laughs> Maybe well, we're getting this Or just too. like the perfumed version, because that's the other thing. People, there are a lot of truffle oils. If they're not the real article, it's actually just perfumed oil. There you go. Yeah, because yeah. like real truffle, I'm like, that's like a, a whole to-do to get. Oh, like, yeah. no, there's not enough pigs to sniff all this mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Not to have like a company based on truffle and shit. And when right. you see like people who are like truffle dealers, like in the food scene, like that shit, it's like it's real like drugs. Crack. They're like, yeah. they're like yeah. nah, I'm sorry, I'm out. Like I already promise this to this person yeah. right they like go to a restaurant they're like this is what i got no you're good all right i gotta keep moving to the yeah, next all restaurant. the top right? chefs have their this, own connect and yeah shit. yeah some of them's legs are already broke yeah right, right. <laughs> there's like are there like prized truffle sniffing pigs or like i don't know maybe like one truffle per pig and then you have to kill the pig like, <laughs> oh no like a, bee, a bee gets one right? sting is there the babe of gets... truffle pigs yeah <laughs> yeah right uh what is something you think is overrated oh my god i'm gonna get heat for this but Ooh. here we go I think the Marvel bubble is bursting. Wow. Yep. Like, how many canceled shows are we going to? Like, they just canceled Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. And Wait, there was a Ghost Rider show? Exactly. And they're <laughs> hoping, like, I think it was on Hulu or something, but they're hoping it gets picked up by someone else. But mm-hmm. I'm saying, like, it already happened to Jessica Jones. Right. Uh, Jessica Jones got canceled? Yeah, but yeah. Then I think they tried to bring it back. Because that was part of like the Netflix, when Disney Plus was about to come out, Netflix was like, well, fuck y'all then, we're not going to make your shows. Okay. Yeah. And then that's why a lot like a lot of like Daredevil and those other things, I, what was that other one? Iron Fist? What the fuck? Iron was Fist. That one was, I tried watching that, I could not. Exactly. Isn't that a Marvel show? That was the first Marvel exactly. production yeah. that I remember everybody just being like, this is... This Hot is garbage. not it. I'm <laughs> telling you though, like here's the here's the thing. This is why the bubble has to burst because when they made Marvel, Marvel Studios, I knew the bubble was going to burst because how many superhero origin stories can we watch? They're so fucking repetitive. Yeah. Right. Oh my god, I've got powers. Oh my god, let me test them out. Oh my god, let's make a movie based on me saving the world with my whoa. new powers. Have you written this any is, of this stuff down? I'm telling you, <laughs> this, no, is, this is literally <laughs> the formula of every fucking Hold Marvel on, what was movie. The first step. Oh my and god. Guess what? Have, oh my no, it's oh my god, I'm a loser. Oh my right. God, I yes. have powers. Yes, right. it's never some popular, awesome person, except for Iron Man, which was fun. I'm like, oh, at least he's rich and white. So right. this is not expected. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't think you'd get any better hey, than that. And he, made it, he made it work in a Taliban jail. Exactly, right? I mean, exactly. No, so 
I'm just saying, like, and you know the good, like, good will prevail over evil every single fucking time. I'm like, okay, this is getting so predictable. I can't sit through this anymore. Right. So even if Thanos kills everybody, guess what? They're back. I'm like, okay. Right. Um, spoiler alert. I'm well, done watching travel. these films. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm done. There's no sense of mystery. There's no mystery. I mean, there's yeah. even, like, the but the box office numbers kind of support that, too, that they're worried, right, that... Marvel basically blew their wad this year with Avengers films, all these like they're like, what are you all going to do next year? Because like some of the stuff we're seeing coming up in development is like, this ain't it. No, nope. this isn't the kind of stuff that's going to do a billion dollars. No, right. no, so, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's probably time to relax a little bit. But yes. I mean, I, you know, I feel like like anything, right? It's all marketing. So if they've identified an audience that has enough money to make the film even like three bucks profitable, they're like, it's a winner. Ugh, I'm just yeah. over it. Like, I think it's overrated. We've all seen the movie a hundred times. You can just watch it. Like, this new uh, DC one, the Batgirl thing coming out. I'm like, well, I know how that ends. <laughs> I already know. Like, I'm glad that right. she's eating pussy now. So that's fresh. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, like, that's fresh. I'm like, well, she's dyking it. I love that. But um, but at the same time, I'm like, but I know how this ends. Yeah, You're yeah. not going to kill her. She's going to win every time. It's going to be, it's just going to be what it is. You know? Yeah. Wait, Batgirl's, I'm bored. Batgirl's a bad girl? A bad girl? No, she's like oh, she's, she's just a lesbian. Oh, yeah, okay. but she's a good guy. Yeah, she's like you a lesbian. You say you're not going to kill her. Yeah, okay. no, oh, but I, I see. Yeah, they're not going to kill her. She's a right. protagonist. Yeah. yeah, and it's um, I think it's a show, so they're going to want that going six or seven seasons. So guess what? We know right. how that ends. Yeah. Right. Who right. gives a shit? I'm well, like, guess what? In the end of the first uh, season finale, the first season, she loses. Right. So the first season so, doesn't end all yo, good. Yo. Season, yeah. season one. Stay of, like, tuned yeah. for next season. Exactly. Next season, I wonder if we'll have a different Batgirl. Right, I'll right. bet you not because she's under contract and those are public. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say she'll at least be in a bunch of dream sequences. But you're a fan of comic books and, and the um, culture or no? I like, you know what? I love, I miss the old days. Mm-hmm. Like the cartoon X-Men when Rogue was hot and yeah. not Anna Paquin. Girl, bye. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, that was the worst casting choice I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I was like, okay, this gap tooth bitch is not about to be my Rogue. <laughs> not my, no, no, not hashtag her, not my with Rogue. With her flat hair. I was like, bitch, Rogue yeah, was Rogue a had goddess. Big ass yeah, she was a goddess. Hair, yeah. I was like, are we joking right now? Yeah. Like right. we couldn't get Lindsay Lohan in her prime to play this? Oh, like that would have been a much better rogue. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Yeah, with those breasts, I'm like, that's rogue. Mm-hmm. Hello, let's mm. sexualize rogue again. Make rogue hot again. Thank you, yes. God. Well, because you sick. know what? I think uh, that old X Men that's gonna be on Disney Plus now. That old it's gonna be it's gonna be banging. Yeah, it's gonna be fucking banging. I'll watch those old. I'll watch those old. I am absolutely watching that. But yeah, I think it's one of those things. Like I like a lot of these comic book characters and things, but at a certain point, you're like. Oh, uh, sure. It's like that Phoenix thing. Like, honey, if Phoenix isn't Fomka Johnson, I'm not watching it. Yeah. And also, I, need, <laughs> I need someone whose jaw could cut glass. Right. <laughs> okay? right, right. I like my comic book characters looking just like they and do. And that film was sort of tortured, wasn't it? Like, they had to do reshoots and stuff, and it completely flopped. It's, of course, yeah, it flopped and because you're giving, you're literally giving a platform to people who, one, have a platform. Like, the girl who played, like, she was something in Game of Thrones. Sophie Turner, yeah. Yes. And I think she's a great actress, but is she Jean Grey? Dear God, no. No. Can we right. stop this? Like, can we but stop that's casting where like, according money. to? Yeah, like, yeah. oh, she already makes money somewhere else. Honey, keep it there. Right. Like, have her, <laughs> you know, have her be her trained English ass self or whatever. I don't know where she comes from. I don't know, but I'm saying keep the characters true to what the characters were right. because that's just not it. In my Especially mind, when we had a Fomka. Well, right, <laughs> and also like you're dealing with one of the most powerful mutants in the galaxy, in the univ- Marvel universe. So she like, she doesn't have that aura about her. I want to see some shit where you're like, this is fucking wild. Yeah, it's right. about it's not, yeah. one of the most dangerous mutants in the Marvel universe. Right, that could have been lit. Yeah, that could have been lit. It was lit in the cartoon. Yeah, it was litty lit, litty yeah. titty. I remember when <laughs> so, I had, the, like, I got the Dark Phoenix trading card when I used to get uh like Skybox Marvel trading cards or I forget who made those, and I was like. At the beginning, I was like, this is a girl character. I don't know. And then I read the back, and it's like, Dark Phoenix is actually the most powerful. And it's like, oh, fuck. I'm like, now I need to read this. Yeah, she's fucking punk rock. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What is something you think is underrated? Oh, my God. Most underrated comedic actress of our time is Jennifer Coolidge. Wow, yes. I think she is the funniest bitch on the planet. I love Jennifer Coolidge. Effortlessly. That's Stifler's mom. Okay. Yeah, she's also in Best of Show. Yes. She's in... uh, she was in Lemony Snicket series of Unfortunate Event. She's in that's the movie with Jim Carrey, which was way better than the show. Let's be honest. Sorry, mm-hmm. sorry, Neil Patrick Harris. Anyway, oh, okay. I'm here to insult Shots everyone. Fired. I'm here to tell the truth. Yeah, there you okay, go. Okay, if you have a problem with me, slide in my DMs. Well, bitch. then go on, Ruth. Yeah, exactly. Tell the truth. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, so, but she's in so many things. She's so underrated. No one in oh, like Legally Blonde. 
where she mm-hmm. has all those one-liners. I'm like, she's so fucking funny and yeah. does not get her day in the sun as I would see fit. I think she's like one of those people that if you enjoy comedy, then you know who Jennifer Coolidge is. If mm-hmm. you, if you, But to the general public, they're like, oh, I know her. But it's not yes. like, yo, she's paid her dues. Yeah, like she should not be known as Stifler's mom or anything else. Like she's Jennifer fucking Coolidge yeah. and she's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Uh, that I think that was sort of what blew my mind is like I knew her as Stifler's mom and like a couple other things, but then when Best in Show came out, I was like, "What?" She's this like, is "Sometimes really we do things, and, and then sometimes, sometimes we, we don't talk. We could talk we or that. not talk <laughs> about things for hours. <laughs> <laughs> we could talk or not talk about things the for hours. Stupidest shit ever. I'm like, God, she's so fucking funny. I got yeah. to meet her last week at a party called Evita uh-huh. uh, in Hollywood at the Nightingale Plaza. My friend throws that party. Uh, shameless plug. Holla. There you go. But, um, but my friend Ollie throws that party. My friend Ollie and Andres. And uh, Jennifer Coolidge was sitting there with one of her favorite drag queens who was headlining that night. And I went and talked to her. I said, I just want you to know I absolutely love you. Uh-huh. And you are you're perfect with comedic timing, your improv. I was like, I love you. I think you're wonderful. And she said, thank you so much. And she mm. couldn't believe that she was being like recognized. What? Yeah. yeah, she was just sitting there, like being left alone. I was like, this motherfucking oh, Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, she was just in the cut at this yeah, party? Yeah, like she, wow. was, she, was sitting at, um, she was sitting at a private table. But sure, I mean, sure. like, I was also at a private table. So of course <laughs> I went and talked to her. But, but it was lit. Like, I was like, oh my God, I got to talk to Jennifer Coolidge. And I just thought about it. I was like, she's the most underrated fucking yeah. comedic actress of our time. Yeah. I feel like oh, yeah. Jane Lynch... Gets the kind of credit now that Jennifer Coolidge should be getting. And I think Jane Lynch definitely deserves it. Yeah, 100%. She's definitely fucking funny. Like, I love her in uh, Mrs. Maisel. Right. Like, she plays a great character that is unexpected. And also great in Best in Show. Yes, so you know great in Best in Show with Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. No, but, um, but yeah, I want to see Jennifer Coolidge in more stuff. Like, she should be she should be getting so many fucking offers. I should see her in everything to where I'm bored of seeing her. Well, we'll go outside. We're in Hollywood. We'll just yell it out. Yes. Right? Hire Jennifer, Hire Coolidge, Jennifer Coolidge. And myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't forget me as well. I also Hire Arise than Jennifer help. Coolidge. Exactly. Help. Help. I'm black and trans. We need help. <laughs> Two-hander. Help. Yeah, please. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. Uh, what is a myth? What's something people think is true you know to be false? Um, ooh, the last time I said that milk is good for you, mm. that was a really mm, good that one. Was that was a really good one. Okay, <laughs> so what is one? Uh, oh, you know what? And uh, everybody thinks that everyone's hair is real on TV. Everyone has on a fucking wig. <laughs> oh, everyone yeah. has on a fucking wig from the guys right, to the right, girls. Right. If you watch the news every night, all of them got wigs on. Really? Yes, every single person. Call out like, some news wigs right honey, now. Honey, like um, Kelly Ripa. Yeah, oh, like, uh, okay. oh, who, Diane Sawyer. That's an easy one. That looks like a helmet. Sorry, girl. <laughs> anyway. That's true? <laughs> yeah, no, everybody has a fucking wig on. And I didn't know until I got into wig culture, which is TV. It's good for uh, continuity. Right. Yeah, because oh, right. if you have to reshoot or you have to refilm something, no bitch, haircuts. she's sitting right over there. Like, right. Oh, oh, okay, got it. Fit it on. All right, get the makeup done. And guess what? You have no idea. It's, we shot this two weeks later. Sure. Yeah. Because sure, it is sure. the exact same hairstyle sprayed into place right 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 and so yeah they call it news hair honey they are literally one of my favorite quotes is from dolly parton and someone said how long does it take to do your hair she said i don't know i'm never in the room when they're doing it <laughs> i was like bitch you better there work you go. And like in dolly parton yeah she was outing that shit in the 80s she's right. like i'm yeah. here to tell you these are wigs yeah like, right. ain't nobody wearing their real hair because you would damage the fuck out of your right. hair with like, also do you think it. i have this much fucking hair it's they're so like, much hair call the fucking the cdc or something exactly <laughs> my, this, there might be medical secrets contained in this scalp exactly yeah. i'm like yo i know her neck hurts oh <laughs> like if she has God. to sleep with that on absolutely I mean, not so many parts of her must hurt but yeah, exactly. Her back for sure. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. uh, what What does her hair actually look like? Mm-hmm. Just like look, close that, cropped. Look, no. this, we don't need to know. You know, we don't. Right? Just yeah. Dolly, do whatever you got to do. Right? You know, I don't we care what Dolly your tattoos part. are. I don't we care do. what your wigs are. Yeah. Just Just keep Dolly in it up. Keep being Dolly. Keep doing it. But yeah, wigs. Yeah. Everyone's got a fucking wig on. And it's if you don't believe one. me, oh, like Nicole Kidman in Big Little Lies. That oh, was my God. That, that was Wig Little Lies. That is that Wig Little Lies. That is the most <laughs> clocky wig. I was like, girl, if they don't give y'all a budget next season, I was like, you <laughs> need to call my guy. <laughs> that was the first time that I noticed it. Like, yes. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Like, yeah. When that second season came around, we were both like, Oh, hey, I think shit. everybody's wearing a wig or some <laughs> yeah. shit. And we're like, it was that bad. Two yeah. straight men were like, yes. I think it's wigs. Exactly. Like, is that, where is her hairline? Right. <laughs> like, it starts from nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's What's true. her name? The one from The Descendants uh, who had Ziggy? Shailene Woodley. Yeah, right. Shailene Woodley. 
Shailene Woodley's was that's two days in a row where offensive. I, two shows in a row where there's been a thing on the tip of our tongue that I know the listeners were probably screaming, going Shailene Woodley. Woodley, why don't it's you know hair? They're talking, what are you talking about, about? I said it the second I thought about it without a pause. The magic of editing. Boom. Word. Boom. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, let's check in real quick with Uber before we get into all this uh, whistleblowing yeah. shit. Um, you know, they've not had a great track record with safety for passengers. Uh, and that was like a big thing they've had to overcome with the new leadership that they had in, or as the leadership changed. And by overcome, do you mean hide from the public? Yes, oh. probably. And I, you know, and like, I, yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, like the first step, they, they had the safety kit where you could like report a driver call for help and things like that. Um, and then there's a new feature called Ride Check that would know if, like, you got in a car wreck or maybe there's been a very long stop for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, don't make it hot for people who are trapping out of an Uber, okay? Let's just, <laughs> yes. Everyone has to sex with their driver. Um, yeah, <laughs> right. please. Yeah, what, do you want to crash while we have sex? Um, right. So now <laughs> there is a, a, a developer based in Hong Kong has, like, this rep of, like, reverse engineering apps to, like, look at what's in the code to be, like, because people will hide shit in the, in the app that we might not see as the consumers, but that functionality is there for people who are developing. And found something recently that there is a new audio recording tool inside the Uber app. and Like a black box for Uber? I was going to say, it's like yeah. a plane? Well, it's part of that safety toolkit, which makes people think it's like, okay, so they're not trying to do cheeky shit to be like, okay, record everyone's like messy-ass Uber ride right. in case they're saying wild shit. Um, but right now, Uber hasn't really said anything on it, but it seems to be like a way that they it would allow drivers to, like if your drivers or passengers, if the driver's like, being creepy, out of pocket, whatever, right. uh, abusive, you could actually begin recording, maybe unbeknownst to them, but it could a- essentially possibly have a live connection to some Uber safety center where they can monitor it, send help, or you just have receipts right. later on when you're like, okay, you don't believe me? Like, here, here it goes. Right. I can't believe there are that many predators out there. I'm just trying to get a ride to the club. Right, <laughs> right. It's yeah. so weird. Yeah, I wonder if it leaves it on your phone or if it immediately uploads it to Uber. They're like, okay, we have that now, and thank you. Thank we'll you. Deal, we'll be dealing with this. And they're like, actually, we can't do anything because that's a non-employee, employee contractor right, who exactly. we don't treat with rights or it's just an automaton but with human skin. I mean, I've, wa- I've wished I had been recording when I was in an Uber before, but only because the person was the most high on cocaine human being that has ever like spoken for without a punctuation for like 45 minutes straight. 45 Ew. minute run yeah, on sentence. Like, yeah, just like. Wow. Yeah, but I mean. My, Where were you going? About, about their career as a actor. I think Ew. I was going to the Valley from uh, not the Valley. In their defense, was, that's yeah. kind of just actors. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> They cannot wait to talk about them. I'm right. sorry, actors are the most obnoxious yeah. people. I'm calling all y'all out because I'm not really an actor. I do acting gigs. Mm-hmm. Anyway. There you go. Yeah, no, because- <laughs> You're people, an artist. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I'm an entertainer. Yes. I'm here mm-hmm. to entertain you. Yeah, but actors, when you meet like these diehard actors, they are so, like they think everyone wants to see their one-man show. Right. And I'm like, no one gives a fuck. A lot of one-man shows <laughs> yeah. going around. But yes, I know animated awful. actor who's excited by their own narcissism and cocaine. And this mm, is definitely like right. sweaty. Did co- you that say is a, that is a fine line? <laughs> was, was it one of those things? Because sometimes, you know, an Uber driver will hit you with a solo, like of their life story. <laughs> right, right. Like sometimes it's unprovoked. Sometimes right. they find an in, right? Where they're like, what do you do? And you might have said something about comedy. And they're like, oh man, love comedy, man. Because like actually, I was just, I was just up for this uh, audition, man. <laughs> right, right. Like, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. You got any water back there? Um, You're driving. (laughs) It's like four in the afternoon. It's like, what the fuck? Look, I make sure everybody knows what I do whenever I get into a car with a driver. You go. I'm pretty sure I didn't say anything. So the first thing you do five minutes into a ride and no one says anything, you go, huh, so you're not a fan, huh? (laughs) I'm sorry? It's me, Jack O'Brien. Okay, whatever. Do you, man? Do you? I no. love how you're playing it cool, but it's okay. <laughs> like you don't need to. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm pretty chill actually, man. I'm, I'm a regular I'm dude, man. Right. No, uh, too many people want favors in this town. I'm always like, I work at a library. <laughs> like yeah, I don't tell that's anybody. True. Yeah, because they're just like, yeah. oh, you get so many business me cards. Up I'm like, ew. Right. No. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back, and it's time. Dan, just blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. 
All also, right. actually, shout out to Too Short, who just had his first child at the age of 53. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe first child that he's acknowledging. I don't know. I don't want to cast aspersions, but. You're pointing out that, that, like, now that all the news everywhere, all content is about this whistleblower and the Trump administration and the impeachment and shit, like, you, like, check TMZ and they're like, I don't fucking know, man. Too yeah. Short just had a kid or something. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Oh Stacy Dash. Yeah. They're, like, wrongfully employed in that office at this point there's no news right <laughs> just yeah. close for a week honey yeah. <laughs> like give <laughs> it a sec uh all right so up first let's just do a petty check with the state department under the trump administration uh they are investigating hillary's emails mm-hmm. that's what they're up to that's where we're at yep their shit is so bad again that they're like can y'all hey, look man Check check her emails again, maybe one more time. They're grasping. I mean, it's part of like the, I guess, continued investigation. But recently they just went back to contact like around 130 people, officials from the government, by the State Department, just to figure out like what was going on with some emails. Like maybe there was some classified shit. They're like, we already did this. Like, yeah, we were talking about like business, but like we were never mishandling information. But, you know, they seem to still be digging. Can they let the woman rest? <laughs> Look, she's right. not president. Let yeah. her go. Yeah. Let it, her go. It's a, it's a, it's I like mean, double jeopardy at this point. I'm like, didn't we already try this case? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I think this is still part of the same one because the comment was sort of like, we're going through millions of emails. So it's three and a half years. So, yeah, like we're still on this. Right I thought on. it was a new thing, but it seems like this is just... It's an ongoing on, investigation. It's the initial one. They're because still reading the emails. Because it's anybody, even if shit was... F- like, if your shit got forwarded on to that server, they were asking you. Like, oh. But it's like, I didn't even email it. They just forwarded my shit because I said something about some other thing. Oh, Isn't that's that a like nightmare. Six degrees of that, wouldn't that just be all emails ever sent? Like... Possibly. Yeah. I think it's only based on like four. I mean, they had a <laughs> right, way to figure right. it out like very specifically, but, but you know, yeah. I mean, this is shit that Trump has been saying since day one that the FBI should be looking into or his uh, yeah, what attorney kind? general should right. be looking into. But now it's gone behind closed doors because he has, you know, William Barr. And he I mean, has, what like, kind of devious person would take some kind of secret communication and then transfer that? To, to another server. server. Wait, that's also Trump. Wait, fuck out of here. Second, the the one thing you know, obviously, we haven't seen any kind of indictments or arrests coming from Nothing. this. So, like, you know, keep keep digging. You know, find try and find mm-hmm. a new angle. That's pretty much the theme this week for the GOP is trying to find as many angles as possible, like a model on their first shoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now, the problem is for the people who have been contacted, even though they've not been found to do any wrongdoing, like there'll there'll be a, a note on their record. And that can actually be bad if, like, you're trying to get, like, a security clearance and things like that. Mm. So, in a way, like, it's a, also a way to fuck with these people, too. I mean, clearly, I think they'll be able to explain, like, they you, y'all remember that email shit. I'm sure right. you could probably say that in a fucking interview. But, yeah, that's, like, one thing people who were being contacted by the State Department were like, this kind of can fuck me up in the future a little bit. Uh, Got it. Because it's just unwanted scrutiny. Yeah. Let's get into how the GOP is dealing with all this right now, real yeah. quick. Over the weekend, actually, a couple yeah. days back, there were some GOP officials and senators and Congress people just appearing on, I think it was the, you know, various cable Every news show, outlets. Meet the Press, State of the Union, fucking 60 Minutes. They were everywhere because right now the game plan is like, just act stupid and deny everything. It's, right. There's no plan because this is the part that's, like really hard if you're trying to defend like pure unadulterated bullshit. Right. You you have no leg to stand on. So all the, the angles you try and work just look really bad and look very transparent. And you can never give a straight answer because a straight answer would be the truth, which is mm. damning. Right. You can't just say like, yeah, he made that call and that is terrible. But yeah. it's just like they can't even go there because then you've given up the ghost. So it's like, well, actually, I think we need to talk about uh, what's really going on with Joe Biden. Like, hold on. That that wasn't my question, sir. Right. Um, no. So, yes, everyone has been really sloppy with like all of their appearances. It's because everyone knows. That's yeah. the thing that's the most annoying thing is that everyone fucking knows. We know. Mm-hmm. Like we all right. know the truth, and we're all just dancing around it to avoid what. Well, right. they. I guess that's the thing. It's like because if the GOP give in, then the whole thing comes crashing down. Because they would essentially, if that it's, were true, and they acknowledge it, then be like, you know what? Yeah, we should probably impeach him and throw him out. They're literally playing House of Cards, though. Like, it really is just 
he's the last card, you guys were absolutely going to fall down. Oh, if yeah. he was your last bet at, like, white supremacy, let's be honest, yeah. you were going to fail. You nope. were going to fail. He's a walking failure. I he's mean, filed for bankruptcy, like, eight times. To your <laughs> okay? point. Like, he's a failure. <laughs> there was a former police chief in New Jersey who right now is being tried on federal hate crime charges for slamming this young black kid's mm, head into a I doorway. That. And in his depositions yes. or like in his trial, his he basically was saying <laughs> that Trump, quote, is the last hope for white people. Yeah. Like that's was like, oh, good. OK, I'm glad somebody was able to fully articulate what yes. other people have been observing we and saying, oh, this is what it is. And just telling you, said, quote, I'm telling you, you know what? Donald Trump is the last hope for white people because Hillary Clinton will give it all to the minorities to get a vote. Yeah. yeah, that's the truth. I'm telling you. Yeah, my so, yeah. dad said that years ago when he ran, he was like, "Oh, this is their last hiccup for supremacy, and then it's gonna fall down." Right, right, right. Because we breed faster than them. Yeah, <laughs> like, <let's, laughs> it's true. We don't and have weddings. We, we have good. baby showers. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, the thing, you know, so this all is kind of what's all swirling and sort of speaks to the desperation for people trying to defend the president. So first is Kevin McCarthy, who's the minority leader in the House, who on the who not on the record, who said to other Congress people right when Trump was elected, said that he thought Trump was on Putin's payroll. This is the guy who said that before he realized he was going to have to snuggle up with him. Um, but, you know, Oop. sorry. Um, he went on 60 Minutes, and apparently I don't think he even read the transcript of the phone call because, as we all know, the whole thing sort of hinges on this idea where the Ukrainian president says, I need these Javelin anti-tank missiles, and Trump says, but I need you to do me a favor, though. Right. It seems to me that a lot of GOP people think that or have not read it because they always point to that word, though, as being added by the media. And then this is the moment where Kevin McCarthy says that, and he's like, no, nah, fam, this is in the transcript. What are you talking about? What do you make of this exchange? President Zelensky says, we are almost ready to buy more javelins from the United States for defense purposes. And President Trump replies, I would like you to do us a favor, though. Well, you just added another word. No. It's you said, in I'd the like transcript. you to do a favor, though? Yes, it's he, in the, it's in when the I read White the House transcript. When I read the transcript, uh, President well, Zelensky brings up a javelin is a protection for anti-tank, something yes. that President Obama would not sell. See, look, okay, just stop. <laughs> uh -huh. That's not even, he's, <laughs> he's, that was actually kind of a cool way to begin pivoting without not saying anything. He's like, when I read the transcript, right. let me start a new sentence. I, I interpret the Bible. <laughs> it's yeah. like, wait a right. minute. <laughs> Versus so when that. I read that, that word actually doesn't come out out loud inside my head. Yes. So therefore... Because so, that's the uh, operative word. There. But I do... That that specific like fuck up on his part does, and the fact that this has happened a couple of times where people are like, D you didn't say though, where's that coming from? Like, it's I, in the fucking transcript. Right. I feel like that's... An indication of like that they're just not letting themselves see what's actually there or something because right. like you wouldn't go on 60 minutes and not have read the transcript like i don't know well i mean but <laughs> yeah like, maybe but he, yeah he thought he was prepared for that interview yeah oh, and, and if, presumably he has staff helping right him i just too. wonder how much is of it is just like a disordered you know they're just papering over every different you know piece of information that they're getting in their bubble to basically keep up this scaffolding or this house of cards like you were saying of like beliefs that they have they're right. so blinded by the money because right. they're all just lining their pockets with these shady fucking deals that we all fucking know about again we all know that you guys are accepting money from all these different places you're not supposed to uh including you know i don't know people at the top so they're all just so blinded by the money and being told yes and being told that they're right within their little bubble right just well yeah and they have out. a bad example in the white house too where it's like oh shit okay it's, He's it's getting on. away with lies oh, publicly. It's, it's like that? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because you also look, there's a couple people right now who are um, members of Congress who the ethics committee is like sort of looking into their campaign finance things. Like there's starting to be more exactly. campaign finance things happening. But again, this is just sort of what's going on because when you're trying to defend an indefensible position, this is just what comes out. Mm -hmm. And then so Stephen Miller, uh, the little ghoul from the West Side. Mm. West Side? Um, I had to do that out of respect for the West. I was like Steve Miller band. Uh, okay, yeah, Steve Miller. Yep. Um, <laughs> so he go, he was on Fox News and got absolutely rinsed by Chris Wallace because Chris Wallace has had it. Like right. he's one of the few people who you know he waffles sometimes. At times he was like, I remember during the Kavanaugh thing, he was like shocked when his daughter told him, "It's like yeah, like women get harassed by men, like, right? Straight up, constantly." And he was like, "I heard from my daughter," and it was like there was like this whole scene where you're like, right. "I'm sorry, what?" 
Yeah, and but that made it real to you. All they do is spend time around each other right. in the eighties, basically. Yeah. Like yeah. and so they're just being reinforced with the We used to call that horsing reality. around. <laughs> right, right. But right. like just grab our pussy. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> this so with this one, Chris Wallace, he's really been one of the more vocal people on Fox. He'd be like, This is not good. And even like talking to other people on Fox when they're like, you know, when he he'll guest on someone else's show on Fox, he'll be like you're kind of not treating this with the kind of urgency that it needs to be. Like, this is a serious thing. You're like, oh, come on, Chris. And he's like, what? No, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with y'all? So this time, Stephen Miller goes on, who is a lo- is the architect of a lot of the cruelty uh, in terms of our immigration policy. And, you know, he's being asked straightforward questions, but when you can't give a straightforward answer, you do this. About the information Ukraine possesses, about the corruption of the previous administration. Okay, but let's, let's, just, let's just make this point. In May, as part of a regular interagency process, in May, two months before he withheld the aid, the Pentagon certified to Congress, certified, a formal process, certified to Congress after a rigorous process and after consultation with the State Department that Ukraine had made dramatic progress in fighting corruption and that the aid should be released. Why did the president, if if the argument is corruption, why did the president go against his own Pentagon and his own State Department? Chris, I don't understand how you can ask that question while at the same time admonishing the president for wanting to get to the bottom of perhaps one of the biggest corruption scandals concerning Ukraine in the last few years. I, I'm not admonishing that anybody. I'm simply asking no, why did he no, go? Chris, Chris. I mean, this Chris, is, I like this is lot, ex- a, with all due respect, this is tone, an exercise in obfuscation. There's a why did the president go against his own Pentagon and State Department? This is where it is. Rather than being like, okay. Miles, I'm sorry. Miles, mm-hmm. Miles, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> like, it's just when it's you have to say someone's so name to buy you time to figure out what the fuck. It's just uh, so transparent, man. Jack. Um, Jack, right? Yeah. I don't have a pot to piss in. Right. Can you just give me a minute? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need my team to speak in my ear for me. Well, like, <laughs> hold on. Oh, someone's holding up a cue card. Um, fuck. It says we're fucked. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, even Jim Jordan, he was on Jake Tapper's show, and he Jake Cha- Jake Tapper kept pressing him. Oh, he's like, yeah. he's like, you're not talking facts right now. He's like, these are facts. He's like, look, bro. He's like. He's like, okay, you want to talk about like these kinds of corruptions? He starts pointing out how Ivanka's getting trademarks and copyrights in other countries that we do business with. His sons are still doing business and generating money, like using the prestige Crimes. of the office. Just like there's Crimes. corruption there, even in this side of the fence, too, right. my guy. And he was like, all Jim Jordan could do is like, come on. He said, come on. Yeah. Like, why you got to, why, come on, come on. Jake, come on. Come on. That's not an answer. Yeah. But that's like really almost in a way where you're saying like, have mercy on me. You know I'm bullshitting up here. Right. Come right. on. Come, Come on. on. Come on. You and I both know yeah. very well. Come on. Oh. Like, is it worth the money? And especially to put all the cruel like immigration stuff it's, into place. Yeah. Like, what, what are you gaining from being cruel to all these people as well? Well, I think these people just, I mean, Stephen Miller, I think at his core is just an evil person. He wants Those people should never be in charge of anything. Well, that's the problem. So, yeah, like when you get these people who, you know, because Trump had to shed a few generations of staff right. to get to this point. So too. many in three years. Yeah, where there so are people many. who were like holding their noses and they're like, fuck, I'm not going to, I don't want to work with this person. Some people just gave the fuck up. Other people's were truth talking too much to the president that he fired them. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's, now we're left with like the evil motherfuckers. Right. We're at like the ninth string players because first of all, they're like nobody wanted to work for the Trump administration at the outset. They were like, well, this is going to, I think some bad. people did when they didn't realize, you know, they, cause I think at the end of the day, if you're a very opportunistic politician to work for the executive, to work at the white house is a good thing. You can hang your hat on. But I think some people maybe thought it was just going to be like MAGA fun all day. We're really making America right. great rather than like, oh, I'm getting fucking food thrown at me in public. Like right. I'm I'm a pariah. And you deserve it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, and I'm co-signing all this evil bullshit. So, yeah. you know, it can get a little, it gets a little stressful. When uh, when we listened to the Stephen Miller Fox News clip, I was like, wait, what does that response remind me of? Somebody just being completely out of shit to say and just being like, Look. Right, right. <laughs> and it was the Jim Jordan clip that you oh. played earlier in the office, <laughs> yeah. which is the exact same shit. Because they're getting just fucking. Yeah. I mean, and then also on top of it, you have Rudy Giuliani making it worse every fucking day. He opens his mouth and causes another problem. And recently, again, 
Chris Wallace on his show broke a story or a dimension of this story that wasn't reported. So, okay, Fox News, do you. That was saying that not only was it Rudy Giuliani working on behalf of the president, quote unquote, off the books to dig up dirt. Also, this guy, Joe DeGeneva, who's like on there. He's like a talking head Fox News lawyer and his wife, Vicky Tensing. They've also been implicated in all of this. And they've just been out here being like, no, I don't know anything about that. The president, I don't even know if Ukraine's a fucking country. Wait, these are Fox Mm -hmm. News personalities? Yeah, I mean, they're like lawyers, but they come on because they cape for the president. So they like to be like, and here's a lawyer who has no soul who will say legal words to make you, the viewer, feel like there's this isn't as bad as it is. And yeah, they what's funny is, too, even before their names were brought up on Sunday, the Daily Beast, like reached out to Joe DeGeneva for like just to get his take on what's going on. Like, and he wasn't even named. Nobody knew he had anything to do with this. The second they brought up the word Ukraine to him, this guy loves to give interviews. He just said, I'm not commenting on anything. And then when they asked why, he said, I'm not commenting on anything and hung up. Damn. So he was already shooketh joe d from the onset it's almost like an airtight seal where like all of the people who are covering up and like on fox news are involved with the original like conspiracy in the first place so like yeah it's just where did you think this was gonna go especially in the culture it's it screams their age so badly like oh you guys are used to the way things used to work whereas we have camera phones we have emails we have proof beyond proof beyond proof of the things that you do right and you will be held accountable and we have people who are tired yes exactly and broke honey don't be broke and tired they're really gonna get your ass they did it to Marie Antoinette (laughs) they'll do it to you it's easy to be fucked you know fucked up and corrupt in the 80s and 90s exactly when you could could shred papers and it was gone when you could no it's never gone now so if you did it within the past 20 years honey we know about it yeah, it's a new. Well, I mean, well, hopefully it'll be a new era. That's where we we hopefully can see momentum going with <laughs> these impeachment inquiries. Yeah, I'm into it. The polling is not conclusive yet. There's some polls that indicate that people are, you know, ready for things to, you know, Get return to reality. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there's some polls that say like support for the president is still extremely high. Mm-hmm. Uh, real Low quick, areas. let's check in with like, what's some developing news? What has changed since we last spoke on this subject? Uh, Rudy has been subpoenaed. Rudy Giuliani fully subpoenaed. They're like, come with the receipts because the shit you said on CNN basically makes you look very guilty. Oh. Right. So it's exciting. Please bring your shoebox with the receipts. Trump and Barr went after the leader of Australia, the Australian head of state, to basically get help investigating the FBI and CIA. Uh, so it's, what? It's basically, you know how after he says, do me a favor, though, he starts talking crazy shit about CrowdStrike yep. being like a Ukrainian operation. So it's more on that stuff, basically trying to get help from foreign leaders in fabricating stuff about the beginning of the Mueller investigation. So he wants the Australian government to look at itself to produce some kind of report that makes them look bad? Yes, because Australia was involved like when people first started realizing something was up. And George Papadopoulos was running his mouth. talking to an Australian like diplomat or something like that. Yeah, somebody like that. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like, okay, you guys must have been involved. Let's... Let's get I'm to the bottom of sorry, this. Sorry, Mr. President, I can't really look into that for you. Yeah. The the thing about that crowd strike shit is okay. First of all, that's a debunked conspiracy theory. Yeah. That this old man just can't get out of his brain, which is another aspect of this whole shit, right? Is like, is he? We've always been like, you know, questioning his morality, right? But now, mental health. Yeah, like, or now, just in general, it's uh, it's we're able to be like, maybe he actually can't fathom how bad this is, or that he even didn't. Like, he is. Fully not capable of doing that. I think he fully is delusional. Like, he is so delusional. He thinks everybody loves him. He doesn't understand. Right. He's a he's an, uh, megalomaniac. Like, yeah. he's he's all ego, mm-hmm. no reality. Right. Like, he's like an actor on steroids. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, right. and he's your Uber driver, and he's ready to talk to you yes. about Uc- Ukraine. Yes. The thing was, his own staff, right? His own staff, Trump's own staff were telling him, Yo, this theory that you and Rudy Giuliani are like going after has been completely debunked. They're right. like, this is not it. It's not even remote. It's not even the same neighborhood. Drop it. Yeah, just let <laughs> it go. It. Even his first Homeland Security advisor told the president, he's like, there is no basis for the idea that it was Ukraine and not Russia that got involved in the 2016 election. 
Right. But the problem is Rudy Giuliani keeps telling Trump this. Yeah. And that's what the, like, a lot of the reports are. It's like, then Rudy gets back in his ear about this shit. And then he's tweeting off this, this bullshit again. Yeah. But that's the kind of like, that shows you like, you know, it's like, you know, if an elderly person heard about vaping and then you get that chain email, you're like, hey, you never know with the vaping. Yeah. Well, watch out for the vape. Everything's going to kill you. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Who fucking cares? The whole world is on fire. Hey. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to smoke myself out. See, millennials and Gen Z unite in exactly. our nihilism. Over at the Wall Street Journal, where they're, you know, accurately reporting on this story, but then their opinion page is, is basically the Fox News <laughs> Yeah. Their most popular article of the day is John Durham's Ukrainian leads that talks about how... Uh, they're looking into the origins of the Mueller report, so you can still hold out hope. They're like, what he asked about was yeah. like CrowdStrike, and we don't know the answer to that yet. So they're still out here doing that shit. Imagine being on a TV show where the point of the show was for you to verbally describe like the object in front of you, and it's right. clearly a can. But yeah. your mission is to never say the word can and fuck your audience up to think that it's not, in fact, a can on the table. You're like, what I actually see is a cylindrical object right. that um, is patriotic in nature and made of strong <laughs> aluminum. Right. Like, aluminium. this is, I was watching Fox over the weekend pretty much like every day at some point I would check in to see what they're saying. And it was constant the way they, and like it was a pattern of the truth is not the truth. And then little, chunks of hope for the viewer of like and we're going to get into biden after this next break he's like because the former vice president might also be in a lot of trouble right. like and that's how they they're just doing the ooh him too kind of thing to get like <laughs> <laughs> to get their viewers to like feel good about this shit oh, right now man. and it's just so i feel you know i don't feel bad but like it's just this is where the fuck we were, we were at right it's now it's been ongoing for three years though because they're like he won and then they're like but let me tell you about hillary and i'm right. like are we huh? she lost leave the right. bitch alone right. <laughs> like we, we're done with that let's really talk about his problem now right because right. we cannot figure out what the fuck his problem is right here's this meme where trump is the undertaker and choke slams her into a grave <laughs> yeah it's like, right. okay okay yeah. it's like i think she's just in her little house <laughs> just tombstoned her we have talked before on uh, this podcast about, you know, the possibility of a civil war saying it's, mm -hmm. you know, a second American civil war is unlikely. But people who are experts on modern civil wars say that, like, there are a lot of the ingredients for um, a modern civil war present. And, and, you know, Robert Evans did an entire podcast called It Could Happen Here about what a second American civil war would look like. Uh Trump came out on Twitter and was basically like, if y'all impeach me, it's going to... It could be civil war. Yeah. Let's bring it on. Sorry, yeah. where's it going to take place? Somewhere stupid? Don't <laughs> vote for him. Don't fuck with right. me. I'm fine with that. Just not in LA. Hi. <laughs> yeah. No, we're, too, we're too high in California. Exactly. Like, oh, I'll do that I wish there. we were just Too leave. high and too unarmed, <laughs> like, I think. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> They'll be like, here, I'm going to hit you with my tickets to my one-man show that didn't sell out. Right. Yeah, that I, is a weapon. <laughs> well, <laughs> is the a whole weapon. thing is he was he was quoting this guy, Pastor Robert Jeffress, who was going on Fox all day being like, no, I've talked to thousands of evangelical Christians over the last few days. And the mood is that they will be so upset if the Democrats use impeachment to overturn the election and overturn. It's like this is not overturning the right. you know what I mean? This they're getting they're, ahead they're of... being like, you're breaking the law. You're being impeached. Exactly. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. But. That's sort of their narrative of this is sort of like the sore losers can't do it even though he lost the popular Honey, vote. Honey, what doesn't upset evangelical Christians? I'm sorry, two men in a commercial being in love is upsetting right. to them. Who gives a shit yeah. if they're mad about their stupid president who's doing fucking illegal crap? Yeah. Okay. Well, and I think so that's where he got that whole thing. And I think he likes, again, he wants to always, if it wasn't the economy first, he's like, oh, guess, I mean, you fuck with me. The, the Wall Street's going to fucking crash. Yes. Don't fuck with me. Yeah, it's similar. And then it's been pretty stable. Kind of. I mean, yeah. it hasn't been crashing. Honey, but no one's going to stop spending money because you get impeached. I still have to buy things. Right. <laughs> right. Okay? Like, right. I need Q-tips. Right. I'm and not like, worried about you. And the people <laughs> in Washington be like, yes, yeah, we just dump his ass because we need to get this money. Exactly. But, and then so this whole thing, right? A lot of there was a Harvard professor who was like him already tweeting this is would also be grounds for impeachment. Yes. To say like threatening civil war to prevent Congress from Boom. doing its constitutional duty. Like, what the fuck is that? Right. He's an evil villain. Yeah, like, but, and he does, and he's not has no finesse. Yeah. And a it's a country obsessed with these Marvel and DC movies about super villainy doesn't recognize a super villain, right? Oh. Like, I don't get that. Yeah. yeah, because they're a lot dumber in reality. 
turns out. Yeah, yeah. no, they're not geniuses. <laughs> Michelle right. Obama said that. She said, I was, I've been in the room with world leaders, and they're not that smart. She, <laughs> yeah. people are not as, she literally said this. I was like, you better work, bitch. Yeah. Right. Like, call them out. It's true. They're not the smartest people. Otherwise, there'd be no war. Right. Right. War is a it's a product of stupidity. Yeah, it's a Because failure. we have words. We yeah. all understand each other now. We have devices where we can translate your words to under, be understandable to my words. Right, so right, right. We have all this understanding and knowledge that could go around, and instead we're going to use bombs and buy weapons because we're still stupid. We're still using our caveman brains. Yeah, it's stupid as hell. Yeah. Well, you know, bright future ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Right? I can't wait for the world to burn. I hope I get to watch. <laughs> yeah, that's like most people. They're, they're, you're, you're part of that uh, very distinct group of people who use those exact Any, words anyone to who's... on the left and the right. They're like, let's just burn it down. Exactly. Right, burn it no, because down. guess what? If you're not in the 1%, you'll burn it down. Yeah, you're like, exactly. you know what? If you get to have three yachts and I'm paying rent, <laughs> right. it's time for you to go. Right. Yeah. Uh, all right. We're going to take another quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And speaking of burn it down, uh, <laughs> there's a New Yorker article about this solution that I guess has been around for a while, but basically focuses, I think the article is called uh, Money is the Fuel That Climate Change like Burns On or something like that. And basically focusing on the role of money in perpetuating climate change, like the fact that you know, there are these enormous banks like JP Morgan that is, you know, has huge amounts of money invested in technology that we know is actively, you know, bringing about climate change. Mm -hmm. And just, you know, that's something that can't be faked. Like, that's not a thing that you can hide in the dark. Like, if it's a market thing like that, that's, you right. know, has incredible amounts of money and it's like one of the fortune five company or some shit like that, then you can shame them. You can like bring this sort of shit to their attention. So they're basically talking about the possibility of making these companies through shame and through publicity uh, divest themselves from any. Right. Uh, well, and even more than that, through fucking money. Right. Sadly, like, you know, I hate to quote Vanilla Sky, but the answer to 99 out of 100 questions is money. Yeah. That's a fact. You actually uh, love to quote Vanilla Love to Sky. quote Vanilla Sky. Right. Also, like, you know, they're, the scenes where they show attraction, right. very realistic. Uh, more, <laughs> it more was films. not the worst movie in the world. It's just Tom Cruise is awful. <laughs> no, <laughs> Can we stop it's funny. giving him money? No, actually, it's funny because when Jack first brought up this article, I was like, I think in Vanilla Sky, one of the first lines is the answer to 99 out of 100 questions is money. But then I found a YouTube video where a pickup artist is breaking down how Vanilla Sky will show you how to interact better with women. Right. It was oh. very sad. Anyway, that'll be in the footnotes. Um, but it's yeah, just Tom Cruise is such an alpha, is what you have to understand. Yeah, yeah. and Amog, dude, you got Amog, alpha male, other guy. You're the other right. guy. You don't want to be I'll, the other guy. Well, gladly pass. <laughs> yeah, on no. the soapbox. I could the, the whole thing was a toxic fire. Um, but mm -hmm. yeah, it's true. Like all it, it. Sadly, when the when the profits look a certain way or your money doesn't look right, then it, it's an issue. It's right. not the existential threat to future generations and many of the people who will be living on this earth to see some awful It's changes. just 20 years away. 20 years goes by like that. Think right. of where you were 20 years ago. We're here now. Yes, so 20 years ago, it, 1999. Exactly. Yep. It goes by really, really fast. Yeah. So the ice caps, they're like almost completely melted now. I'm like, this is not going to end well for anybody. No. There will be no Miami. <laughs> there right. will be no New York. Uh, because it will all be underwater. Yeah. And these are realities that are coming that could be reversed if we all just chilled out a little bit. Maybe. And I mean, like, can't the, eat money. But that's the message, right? Is like, if we want to even have a shot at this, right. then shit has to get fucking extreme very quickly. Yeah. Like, now. in terms of how we're like, we need to fucking hit the brakes on so many things. But again, because money's being made, that's right. not going to slow shit up. Right. So then the only way, I guess, because everybody, for all the people who are moving capital around in this in the world and, you know, perpetuating the climate change from this aspect, can they be moved? Yeah. Uh, if the profit margins look different? Yeah. I think one of the lines in the article is there shouldn't be like masters of the universe who are like s sitting back and controlling everything from Wall Street. But the fact that there are masters of the universe, we can take advantage of that to like try and shame right. those masters of the Well, then let's fucking into... get all these people's names out. Right. So Jamie Dimon is the person that they point out is the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase. Yeah. Uh, 
and they are the company that is most uh, invested in fossil fuels and you know just retrograde forms of uh, energy and he's also part of a movement that uh, is basically trying to have their cake and eat it too among CEOs where they're no longer only focused on shareholder value so up right. to this point like from the 80s through like basically last year, uh, the main job of a CEO that would keep them from getting fired was uh, how much money they were making for their shareholders. And that could include, you know, fucking over customers, fucking over employees, just as long as they got that shareholder value. And he's part of a, a movement where they're like, no, let's take a step back uh, because that is transparently evil. And people are starting to notice that about me. And my kids are asking me questions, probably. Let's look at the entire health of the company. Let's look at like how healthy, like, is this sustainable, for right. instance? Is this growth sustainable? Uh, is it doing good things for the customer and the employee and the shareholders? Like, let's at least put those other humans. He's, yeah, his on. like lukewarm wokeness that he likes to parade around with, like before he right. was like, you know, we got to do something about housing prices because like younger people can't afford them. Right. And I'll just say that and won't do anything. Right. Exactly. But I'll yeah. say that. And this other shit, an uh, interesting anecdote about him, just so you can see like what being very wealthy and white can do to your brain. Right. In this so country, nice. He so fucking nice. pitched Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, an idea for a corporate rom-com he had thought up. Oh, fucking no. pulled up to Bob Iger oh. and was like, hi, I'm Jamie Dimon. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing about anything. Right. Except making Here's a lot pitch. of money. Here's, Here's a pitch. <laughs> Jamie Dimon, a character named Jamie Dimon, like a really attractive woman falls in love with him. So do you know the what end. it was? No. Uh, okay. It's Wait, almost it got like made? A, no, it did not get made. Okay. Because the pitch sounds like some fucking evil quadrillionaire, whatever right. the fuck you are thought up a fucking movie idea from your corporate headspace of what a rom-com would be. Oh, okay. It's very much involving the mechanics of a corporation at right. the level he's operating in and a romance. CEO and CFO fall in love. Mm, Please, he's just trying to tell on himself in his affair with right. his secretary. Right, right. <laughs> it, <laughs> like, this just sounds like a confession. This is what he said. <laughs> Quote, it was about a woman who couldn't pick men very well, so she had a board of directors of women who would be testing men for her and picking her husband. Not only that, he also said it should probably star Bette Midler and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. <laughs> he had the casting oh, so in his eyes. He likes eye. them older. That's well, fresh. I don't think he knows anything past that, though. He's yeah, like, I don't really watch movies. Like, too much weird. They are Dynatopia over there. Right. <laughs> like, no shade. Lovely um, women. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, I expected something different. Shout out, to, shout out to Bob Iger because he said... That's just a bad idea. <laughs> right? That's just not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Like, I'm also rich and white, and, and that's like, a no. Right. Like, but here, look, <laughs> you deal me, with like moving money around in evil right. ways. I'll just convince people to pay for the same movie 900 times over and over. Exactly. Right. We're going to make The Little Mermaid eight more times. Right. <laughs> yes. That's what we're going to do. This uh, time it's CG, but photorealistic. Right? right. And she's still black, though. Right. <laughs> but because it's CG, we can just assign a skin tone value for different mm -hmm. markets Whoa. and not upset anybody. Right? Now she's green. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Everybody. <laughs> Everyone's happy. <laughs> Due to pollution. Yes. See, what Future about that mermaid. One? Yeah. Exactly. Or just Ariel's all sick and Eric's like, what the fuck is that? Right. He's like, please, the seas are so filled right? with plastic. It's played, played by that Olsen twin. <laughs> yeah. So right. it's realistic. <laughs> <laughs> dying. Uh, Took it there. Yep. Who looks like they're dying? Exactly. Uh, what... Miles, the story says that personality traits may be linked to musical preferences. Yes. Look, no okay. duh. No way. No it's, duh. In a way, yes. Like, so... The the people who put the uh, who did the study are not out here saying like this is conclusive evidence that there are these strong correlations. It is though. But their their <laughs> thing is a lot of people are like, you know what? There's a lot of interesting pathways for more research now because if what what they've dug up seems pretty interesting. So they were uh, mapping a lot of people's like psychological traits um, and political leanings or things like that, sort of in juxtaposing that with their musical tastes. So they found a preference for rhythmic music such as rap, hip hop, reggae, and R and B was associated with specific aspects of agreeableness, but not as a broad domain, okay? But they did say rhythmic music fans tended to score high for traits related to compassion, but lower on politeness, mm. you know, because we're rude. Yeah, rude them. Now, people who like the, the other, the, one of the other connections they found is some people who are not really into like upbeat music, up-tempo music, loud shit, were typically more introverted. 
and also did not like to go near like large gatherings and things like that because they maybe suspect that the music could be overstimulating. But those are things they're not jumping to those conclusions. They're just saying like, we noticed this. There may be something there. Like what questions does that bring up? Was the music too lit for somebody who's <laughs> skittish? But like upbeat music resists, like when you're listening to upbeat music, it doesn't lend itself to introspection. And I feel like yeah. lower key music does. Oh, so interesting. maybe it's just sort of. Yeah. Oh, they're like, I don't need all this distraction. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I have look like, inward. I have like cleaning my house music, which is like your John Mayer Radiohead music. Okay. And then right. I've got my getting ready music when I'm like painting my face pretty much. Mm-hmm. And that's like your Britney, your like up tempo stuff. Okay. Right. Like, and that's because I don't have time to think right now. I need to be right. the you person need I'm paid to be. Yeah, you exactly. Need <laughs> so, you need to be the person but, I'm paid to be. Exactly. Oh, that is great. We all know that person. Hell yeah. No, but it's actually a tweet I really love. It said, if we all go to hell for downloading music illegally, I hope we're separated by genre at least. Yeah, <laughs> and right. I completely agree. Because... Well, this is the other thing too. So they said that another question that they were posing was, There was a link, a small link between conservative and religious entertainment and neurotic, hostile and eccentric tendencies. So but their question is, like, does that mean that those people and movie interests are more willing than the average person to, like, acknowledge common personality failings? Or does it mean that those people struggle with negative emotions and then they turn to conservative religious media for answers? Oh, yeah. So it's a lot of things where there's enough to be like, we can't say one way or the other, but that's an interesting sort of thread to mine a little bit to understand a little bit more yeah i'll agree with that just because like uh a lot of and i'll say this uh, a lot of religious people they're looking for answers so heavily and there's something dangerous about needing to know everything because i don't need to fucking know they're like are there aliens i'm like i really don't need to know i don't i really need to get my rent paid next month and that's where i'm at it's like well <laughs> you know? if the aliens and are paying my rent then i'm exactly. interested exactly i'm right. like what's going this is la okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you guys are not under enough pressure to give a shit about where god comes from I don't care. Like he put me here. If he exists, whatever. I'm Shout dealing with him. what I've got. Or yeah, her. or it's exactly. Bae. God's Energy. a black woman. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> it's Oprah. God is Missy Elliott. <laughs> she is oh. among us. Yeah, Missy Elliott would also <laughs> Missy Elliott is Christ. be a really good one. I'm like these beats are lit, fam. <laughs> I believe it. But yeah, like you know, there's so there's enough to think like oh maybe there is. I mean, I, most even the researchers themselves aren't convinced. So I, you know, most times you get these studies and they come with their chest out, being like, this is the truth. Right. Based on my sample size uh-uh. of 180 people. No, go to a Nickelback concert and you know this is real. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'd like, be you know there. What? I am more intelligent than everyone else well, here. I would be the. <laughs> I would fuck that whole thing up because I'll be at a Nickelback show. Miles I am. Look at this team photograph. Nickelback. <laughs> Every time it makes me laugh. <laughs> That's some good writing. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I know that was shade. No, no, <laughs> it's well deserved. But you know, there's something about it. Oh, shit, I might be evil. You know, I don't know. I cannot. Because I fuck with Nickelback. I like that rock star song. I mean, yeah. Nickelback is more wistful than it is religious or uh, yeah. country. Yeah, it's, country not, yeah. it's not giving an agenda. Well, I mean, they were, you know, they all talk about like getting along too. Um, right. If Everyone Cared is a great song. Yeah. You know? Okay, I mean, fair, fine. I'll you know? let you have Nickelback. No, you don't have to. I'm. I, it started off as a joke, like a rom-com, and then I fell in love with it. Hilarious. Right. Um, but I feel like if some other dude really came at me with some heavy Nickelback energy, I'd be like, uh, yeah, I'm cool. Thank you. But I, I, I kind of like it half jokingly. Right. But, you know, if they're Canadian, shout out to y'all. Has Nickelback you. ever suspected that you guys started dating on a dare? I don't think, I hope not. Oh, man. And please don't say that loud. I have to see chat later. (laughs) Reese, it's been a pleasure having you. This has been fun. Where can uh, people find you? Uh, Instagram is my main. Yes, Instagram is my main, my main. And I'm at Aristocrat, A-R-I-S-C-E-S-T-O-C-R-A-T. And that's also the same on Snapchat, Grindr, Twitter. (laughs) TikTok. Yeah, right. Uh, no, I don't know what that is. I'm in my 30s. Yeah, me <laughs> yeah, too. Like, what the hell is I this? Just, I just, hey, you can follow me on TikTok. Uh, I haven't posted anything yet. Right. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know how to use it. I'm okay. not the one. I mean, I do know how to use it. Just make a video. But I'll pass. I've got Instagram. It's a lot of work. Yeah, there's so much. Yeah. Mm. Is there a tweet or post on Instagram that you've been enjoying that you want to tell our listeners about? Um, Just anything with by Angelica Ross. Uh, Angelica follow Angelica Ross. Ross. She's a fellow trans woman of color. She stars in Pose and a- AHS 1984. Just go and read her tweets. She is a truth teller. Uh, she hosted the LGBTQ forum uh, for the president's, uh, the president hopefuls, uh, presidential Candidate? hopefuls. Yeah, yeah. Yes, there Candidates. we go. I was going to say, what the hell are they called? Yeah. Um, yeah, and she did an excellent job, and she has been reading people for a filth, and there she's amazing. Go. So follow her everywhere as well. Boom. Miles. 
Where can people oh, find you? Man, find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. A couple of tweets I like. Uh, first one from Andrew T. At Andrew T. If there was even one good journalist out there, one of them would ask Trump which side he was on in the last Civil War. Uh, <laughs> Blair Saki at Blair Saki. Yes, I talk about my pussy a lot on here, but I also <laughs> gave two different ailing strangers allergy medication out of my purse last week. <laughs> um, another one from Yodoye Travis at Pro- Professor Doye. Fun fact, manga is mango for girls. <laughs> Japanese manga. Okay. And uh, Amy Miller at Amy Miller. This kid just yelled at his mom. Why do you always have to go to Starbucks? Ugh. <laughs> and, and she just sighed and said, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> shit. That is That's a amazing. dark glimpse into that light. Yeah. I know. The kids are fed up, honey. Uh, <laughs> uh, at Leas, L-I-A-S underscore tweeted, please take your Apple watch off. If you are wearing a dress or formal attire, you look like a spy kid. Uh, and John is toasted, tweeted, I inject heroin into my arm that's scarred from times prior. My eyes roll back into my head as my manager pounds on my door telling me I'm on in five minutes. Let's rock, I say as I grab my bass guitar, take a pool of whiskey, and get in my Chuck E. Cheese Mouse Band costume. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter, Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Hey, no. Where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what's that going to be today? Um, this is a track by Parallel Dance Ensemble. I have not really, kn- I don't know much about them. Uh, was you know fucking around the internet mm-hmm. looking for music, and this is a track called Weight Watchers, and it's a dope band. It's like uh, they're very edgy, uh, mm. playing like I'm presuming live instruments as well. But you know it's got a little punky, rocky feel, but good good rhythms too. By like, edgy, you mean they like make you feel like edging? No, no, definitely not. <laughs> I had to stop edging. Okay. But no, this is more like it's a very lo-fi sound. It's raw. Raw. You know I mean? Yes, yeah, I mean raw. All right. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for today. We will be back tomorrow because it is a daily podcast. And we'll talk to you guys then. Bye.